Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 143 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. I was driving one day, just going around doing my normal duties, and I got a call from Ogden. That's where my office that I worked out of was located, and they said I had to go pick up a beaver that was not too far north of me. And I asked them, is it live or dead? And they said, no, the beaver's dead, but we need to get disease testing because it attacked a gentleman. And so I said, okay. So I arrive on scene and there's this guy in a suit. He looks just like a banker and he probably was. He told me what his occupation was, but I don't remember. And his house was amazing. Like you look at people's houses and you're like, wow, this guy has money. Like it was a massive house and he's dressed up in a suit. And I was, as I stepped out, I was like, I've got the wrong address. That's for sure. This can't be the right address. Like this this guy's too hoity-toity to be messing with beavers. And I was like, sorry to bother you, sir, but I was called to pick up a, a beaver. And he goes, oh, yeah, it's in my garage. And I said, okay. So I went and followed him into his massive garage that held like five or six cars. And he showed me where the beaver was. And I said, where did you pick it up? I got to put it on the map. And he goes, oh, actually, I was trapping. <laughs> I just started laughing. I said, you're a trapper? And he goes, yes, why? I was like, you don't look like a trapper. And he said he'd been trapping ever since he was a kid, and he has done fairly well off, but he wanted to get his kids involved in it, and so he was trapping. So I asked him for my report. Could he describe to me how, what happened, his encounter with the beaver, and what, you know, why am I taking it to the disease testing center? And he proceeds to tell me that his Connie bear trap had been missing. And so he jumped in the water, had his hip boots on, and he was following the drag marks of this Connie bear trap, and it had gone into a culvert. So he walked up to the culvert, reached inside, and the beaver come flying out. It wasn't dead. Connie bear had actually closed on its tail, and so he proceeds to try and grab a hold of this beaver before it runs off. And it wraps the chain, the Connie bear, the cable, and everything around his leg and then proceeds to attack his inner thigh of his right leg. It just wrapped around, got a hold, and with those big chompers started biting him. He ended up receiving almost 100 stitches. And the beaver almost ripped open his femoral artery, which he would have most surely been killed. And I was like, no way. This can't be the same guy. And sure enough, it was it was him. He uh, didn't lift his pants high enough that I could get a good look at the. But uh, from the scratches from the lower legs, digging into his calves and shin, there was quite a bit of damage to his right leg. And... I was like, you're not even limping. And he was on high amounts of medication uh, to reduce the pain, but he was still dressed in a suit. And I just laugh. So when we get a call like that, whether it's a raccoon, a bat, there was a facility in Taylorsville, Utah, that I would have to drive him to. And it's run by the Department of Agricultural and Food. And they have lab laboratory services in which uh, anybody who was attacked by a wild animal, they are required to get that animal tested, if they can catch the animal, to see if it's carrying 
rabies or any other disease. At that time, with the beaver, they were concerned about rabies. And so he was on high doses of antibiotics, and we just have to take those animals down to the lab and get them tested. Another guy had a foothold trap, and a raccoon was getting into his chickens. He set the foothold trap and caught a raccoon in the foothold. He went up to dispatch it with a twenty-two, and the cable or chain he had the trap attached to broke or rusted or whatever it did. But the, before he could fire a shot, the raccoon came a whole came towards him and grabbed him by the thigh and attacked his thigh as well. He ended up not being able to get a shot on the raccoon and ended up being in a fight for his life, as he described it, in which it was either going to be him or the raccoon, and he ended up using his hands to dispatch the raccoon. And so I also had to run that one down to the laboratory services in Taylorsville. But these are some of the interesting encounters that we come across just in a normal daily part of life. When you work with wildlife and people, and people and wildlife interact, you never know what's going to happen. So when you're out there, look for your next encounter. Hope it's better than this, guys. Watch your crotch. Have a great day. Stay wild.